And I'm Aaron. And what's up, y'all? That is right. This is the Quack 12 podcast, the most official Oregon Ducks podcast on the Webfootist Sphere in Aaron. Holy duck. College football is already here, but Oregon football is coming this fucking Saturday, and I'm so excited. Really? Yeah, baby. Oregon versus Georgia. What Arguably time? biggest game of the season. Uh, that's something I should definitely know off the top of my head. It will be at 12.30 p.m. Great. on ABC. Interesting. We know how those games go. Yeah, usually not great for us. Um, that is right. For any new listeners, because who knows? We could have some new listeners here. We've been going on since... Uh, all the way back in the Willie Taggart era. Ooh, uh, this boy. is the Quack 12 podcast, as we said at the top of the show. Um, we've been doing this thing for uh, every damn week for I was fucking five seasons at this point. Uh, I am a diehard Duck fan, and Aaron is an excellent sound engineer. I'm an excellent friend and co-host. <laughs> Excellent friend, arguably excellent co-host, certainly a great dude to shoot the shit with. Hey, I think I'm an Oregon Duck fan. I just don't need or desire to be an encyclopedia about it. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you are in front of a giant organ banner, so there's what I that. Yeah, what I need them to be is their authentic selves on the field, and mm. then I will critique them on that. <laughs> There you go. There you go. You're a football critic. There we go. There go. Yes. I, I go. mean, every week we've been talking about this, uh, learning more and more about these ducks. And this is a huge game. This is, I mean, this is against last year's national champion. We're they screwed. Beat Alabama. Uh, probably. Uh, not only that, but it's in a quote unquote neutral site game, as in Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. Not exactly neutral site. And the team is drive. from Atlanta, Georgia? No, they're from Athens, Georgia. That's uh, why it's okay, neutral so it's slightly, site. Well, you know, honestly, for I don't know that the Athens infrastructure could actually handle the onslaught of what might appear. You know All what? they care about is football. They're they're they are more than ready for a big Georgia football game in Athens. Yeah, I guess that's true. But yeah, I, I guess I that's wish true. Wish they would go back. I mean, like a lot of college football fans have been saying, they just want to go to these NFL stadiums because it's like, well, we can sell more tickets. It feels like a bigger deal. Exactly. But really, we should be going to campuses. That's what it's all about. Yeah, well, what I meant to say was, like, maybe the— ec I mean, Athens is not a big city, so the impact of having so many people come in— I mean, so they're going to have it, like, five times or more this year. Like, it's, oh, they can that's handle true, it. right? I guess there they are can games fucking played handle. in it's Athens. It's all they fucking care about down there. Are you fucking kidding me? It is literally the only thing they care about. Helping out the world? No. All right. Uh, so let's general see. decency? No. The this game is, is Georgia, in Georgia. Which, mm. by the way, I've flown from Seattle to Atlanta. It yeah. is so long. <laughs> it is I mean, devastatingly long. About as long as you can get. <laughs> it gets really annoying really quick. Uh, 
so one that sucks for us. Two, obviously, yeah, fans, oh my god, obviously, all those duck fans some... flying from Seattle to Georgia. We all know all, every duck fan lives in Seattle, Washington. It's not like Eugene. Also, if you're coming from Eugene, you've got to stop somewhere to keep going because your airport yeah. sucks. My yeah, point being, do go the to West Seattle. Coast to the East Coast is a very long ways away from each yes, other. Yes, so that's stacked true. up against us. We're mm-hmm. probably gonna have some kind of like Homer shit happen that is gonna affect us, and probably. it's on ABC, which means everyone telling the story will be calling us assholes. Well, luckily, (laughs) this is the nice thing. This is the nice thing. First of all, I'll tell you this. We just went through a very thorough um, uh, Georgia roster review Mm -hmm. on the main feed here. So I'm sure you all have already listened to it with Hithliday and our special guest from the uh, the good the the damn good dog. I always got to remember that the D the DGD. Oh, hell good yeah. dog podcast. Um, we we had an expert on Georgia named Robert Reynolds on the show. Amazing. We dove deep into that roster. And Aaron, I'll tell you this. It's fucking perfect. It's superb. They just lost like a record something like 15 players, I want to say, to the NFL. Like one team had 15 players wow. go to the NFL. I believe that's the number. And like their defense is arguably the best defense they've that has ever existed maybe wow like honestly it's that level so there's gonna be um, two storylines one last year was the best defense actually continue sorry oh yeah uh the storyline for this game will be one georgia is the dominant force that no one's going to be able to handle and they're going to eat our lunch Probably. I mean, we're we're like 17 point the, underdogs. The other storyline is mm-hmm. Oregon Ducks are a brand new team from the floor up. Everything is different pretty much. Except Coaching, for like the players. Quarterback. Finally, funny enough. You know, yeah, uh, quarterback though, yeah. So are we the underdogs? Apps, dude. 17 so point underdogs. <laughs> And it's going to start, if it starts with underdog, Mm -hmm. no matter what happens, it will, because it's on ABC, it's going to pivot to Georgia as a dominant force and the Ducks just don't have it together and it's going to be a tough season and blah, 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 blah. Well, you're missing a, there's a couple things, just a couple of things you're missing here. One storyline they're going to say every minute Mm -hmm. on the, on the minute. Quarterback. (laughs) Is... Well, definitely, yeah, Bo Nix, he's going to be a big old thing. Bo Nix played for Auburn, has played against Georgia, hasn't had much success. Um, But what it's going to be is Dan Lanning, our head coach, was defensive coordinator for the Georgia Bulldogs last season. Right. Uh, That's going to be the nonstop thing. It's going to be like, you know, does he have any inside intel? Will that help Dan Lanning, like knowing that kind of stuff? Or or will that help Kirby Smart, knowing Dan Lanning's mind? We're giving a ton of um, reasoning why they should use the underdog storyline because Mm -hmm. this is Dan Lanning trying to get out from underneath the shadow in which he was stuck. Absolutely. Uh, Just like Kirby Smart did with his mentor, Nick Saban. (laughs) Everybody, everybody listening to this, I'm going to make a $5 wager with Adam right now. Oh, my God. I'm glad you announced this. Yes. I I think possibly before the game even begins, Mm -hmm. but definitely in the first half, 
Okay. Someone on ABC staff is going to have the genius idea to use the metaphor David and Goliath. Oh, Daniel and Goliath. <laughs> exactly. Daniel and Goliath. Yeah, no, they'll say that. Oh, so you want to bet me $5 that someone will say David and Goliath? They're going to reference David and Goliath for Dan Lanning as a coach against his former people who are the yeah. biggest in the land. The brand new Oregon Ducks are having to learn everything all over again against mm-hmm. a well-trained, seasoned... They're gonna sp- they're gonna bring it up because they're that boring, <laughs> and because they're they're Bible thumpers down there. Well, ABC uh, is the Family Channel, my friend. So you have to keep channel. with family values. That's right. Well, and then I think the other thing is, um, well, it's this is kind of nice. I I kind of like this aspect of it. Hit me. Is that because Georgia literally just won a fucking national championship mm-hmm. and even though they lost a ton of players they literally just rebooted it's like boom five stars and four stars it's like a soda machine at a at a you know a little like corner store you take that soda out right behind it boom another soda comes like th- their roster management has been amazing their talent is through the roof couldn't be better basically and um so like because they're just they're Georgia they literally just won it all they're the SEC which is you know most like yeah it's better than the Pac-12 uh, except for culture um, but like because of all that if we lose as long as it is not truly humiliating you know as long as it's not they don't goose egg us right. or they if they beat us by like more than thirty points or something like that that like as long as it's not truly humiliating and even if it is. I think we're actually going to get a pass because it's week one. Uh-huh. It's against probably the best team. Uh-huh. I mean, last team, last year they're the best team. This year they're at least like a top five team, most likely. Um, against, and like even if we were to lose this game, if it was close, it would actually be thought of as a good thing. It'd be right? Like, wow, we these look ducks good, are really still good. Like, oh shit, they're holding their own. Yeah, and they can. They're only going to get better. Like this is week one. This is the first week that this head coach has ever coached as a head coach you know like it's arguable he's gonna get better um so that's kind of nice like the pressure is a little bit off unlike last season in a very similar situation Uh when oregon went to ohio state at that point it's like cristobal you've been here since like you know fucking since 2018 for like (laughs) That's like, you might as well be geriatric in college football yeah. coaching. Exactly. Like, this is your team. This is your roster. Yeah, you're in a hostile environment, but fuck, like, you, you got you to gotta show something. And he did show, and that was amazing. Yep. But, like, if we would have lost that one, people would have been like, yeah, these ducks just ain't it. Like, I don't think, we, we wouldn't have gotten as much, like, slack as we will if we do lose to Georgia. Right. I mean, it's in fucking Georgia. Too. It's basically a home game. It's insane. But I'm just saying I'm excited. Oh, yeah. It's a huge challenge. If we win this game, we got to go. We're fucking lit. Okay. We're through the streets naked. I just also want to take this moment. While we are excited about this upcoming game, everyone just prepare yourselves emotionally and mentally. They will mm-hmm. probably be showing a lot of goose eggs given to us by the Utes. Oh yeah, they're just they're gonna probably going to be hammering that into us. So just yeah, remember, it's going to be some tough going while they remind the world mm-hmm. at how badly we got beaten. <laughs>
We got we got that we got beaten twice pretty fucking badly. Uh, makes me glad fucking Chris Ball ain't here right now. Oh my god! Well, uh, I might put this game on mute because I can only imagine the week (laughs) one banter is going to be so obnoxious towards us. Uh, well, I I do think that the I mean they're they're going to be praising Georgia nonstop as they should. They just won a national championship. Um. But I think what it's really going to be is I think they're they are going to give us a lot of slack, and I think they're going to be like, "Hey, they, you know, everything's open." Even if we're getting our asses kicked, I think the narrative that what the commentators will be saying at least is like, "Hey, it's only week one. Like, look how Chip Kelly's tenure started. Like, it oh, started boy. terrible against Boise State, and then he ended up doing great here." All right, so we'll I, see. I think we're gonna. Yeah. I just don't trust ABC to ever be nice to us. Yeah, no, they aren't very nice to us usually. Usually we're the usually we're favored on ABC though, which is not good, not good at all. But uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. What do you know? Who cares? I do quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, I yeah, it's gonna be a fun game. Should we make predictions about what we think might happen? Oh, we we will at the, we will at the end. Don't worry. Okay, we got, great. Great, great, great. We got a whole slot. Give me a next piece that, of news. Baby. Do we got any basketball news? Basketball news actually is just that um basically the Oregon Ducks just ran through uh this is men's basketball. Women's basketball, I don't know, they seem to all be chilling. I saw also doing a prince walking around Eugene the other day. Amazing. Did you say hello? I, I did, and she was doing something and I was all like, Oh, yeah. okay, that's fair. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um but she was, she was having a good time though. Shouldn't be doing well. Um, anyway, so yeah, the men's basketball team, on the other hand, they're running around Canada right now. Okay. Uh, they've, they've actually been doing a really good job, too. They uh, kicked quite a bit of ass. They beat, you know, I don't really know any of these teams all that well. Um, they were all just exhibition games, too. But I'll tell you, Quincy Garia, he, he did really well. Um, we played against... McGill University in Montreal. Uh huh. Montreal. Uh, we played against the University of Ottawa in Ottawa. Carleton University in Ottawa. McMaster University in Toronto. And Toronto Metropolitan in Toronto. Huh. I believe we won all five of those games. Well, so I think if I'm thinking correctly, what's up? There's something up with McGill. McGill? Isn't it known for like. It has a specific program that it does very well, right? That's not sports related. It's like music or possibly uh, something else. It is an English language public research university in Montreal. That is what I fucking know about it, Aaron. Get off my back. They make, I think McGill has like a whole line of textbooks and that's maybe their big thing. And they do like the people that I love in the sound world. Are professors there studying sound and getting... mm, so there it is. It's your Hogwarts. Yeah, it's like Hogwarts, it really. It's also almost part of uh, Lucy Ricardo's um, alter ego name, McGillicuddy. So there you go. There you go. Deep dive for that for all you Lucy heads out there. Um, yes, yes. So Anthony Brown Jr. I mean, this has been the story the whole time. He's just been kicking fucking ass in the NFL. He's doing great. Amazing. He's He's doing really great, and I love it. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, preseason's basically all all but done. But I, I just wanted to shout him out. Marcus Mariota out there also looking good. Uh, Kayvon Thibodeau injured, but it doesn't sound like it's it's truly any. It's not like a you know season ending thing, or it seems like he's out like three four weeks or something like that. I have um, a question so for yeah. you about that because I didn't mm-hmm. start thinking about it. What is their the team? Uh, what's their commitment to him? Are they still super stoked that he's there? They're ready for him to heal up. They're going to make sure he gets there quickly and correctly. Talking about, uh, oh, oh, Giants? Yeah. Giant, I mean, he's he was supposed to be a starter. He was like a first-round pick. I like, remember They are dedicated it. to him. They are absolutely dedicated okay, to him. Okay, great. I just don't want oh, them yeah. to be like, up, oh, a horse Bye. with a broken leg. Yeah, exactly, yeah. No, they, they won't shoot him. <laughs> Don't worry about that, my man. Okay, good. It's I'm not talking about the horses in Nope. Don't know All what right. you're talking about. By the way, if you would like to know what we're talking about, why don't you go over to our Patreon? We just had a quacking off discussion, which is a off-topic discussion on our Patreon, about the movie Nope, Jordan Peele's third film. That's right. A lot of uh, interesting details there, if I do say so myself. Yeah, you really Deep broke it down. Deep dive into that film. Oh, yeah. I really broke down, too. I was weeping the entire time. So that is right, the Quack 12 Patreon, where you can also find, oh my gosh, you can also find duck content on that, um, including our Quack in Time series, in which we go back through the annals of Oregon football history to live in it, to, to talk about it. Each single fucking season we break down, starting in 1894. We also have talked about big bowl games, uh, just a bunch of Oregon Duck history there. We got some fun duck D games that we play invented very fun stuff quack 12 patreon go over there help support us hell yeah baby for only five measly bucks a month hey less and, than a cup of coffee yeah and while yep. you're surfing eh, the internet more. waves just make your yeah. way over to itunes as well and give us five mm-hmm. stars and rate and review us it doesn't matter how good you say we are because we just need more reviews to help us in the algo in the algo that's right do it apple podcast anyways let's stop talking about that terrible corporation anthony brown his full uh preseason stats 35 of 47 464 yards three touchdowns only one interception five rushes for 22 yards and a rushing touchdown he may stick on the team which is pretty freaking good i mean you don't want too many quarterbacks i know they got tyler huntley which is who's a pretty great backup yeah uh, you know utah's tyler huntley and they do kind of similar things but someone's probably gonna take a chance on him like he's gonna be on someone's roster hopefully still the ravens yeah it's pretty stoked about that um aaron we got some gamesmanship going on with dan lanning dan lanning is refusing <laughs> kind of i guess is not letting us know his depth chart ahead of Georgia, which I kind of like. Smart. Why not? Yeah, why not? (laughs) What's wrong there, young sports fan? My life is falling apart. My family left me because I won't shut the fuck up about my favorite team, the Oregon Ducks. What you need is to join the rest of the flock at the Quack 12 Podcast. Sounds great. Is it some kind of drug? Will an eighth be enough? Because I'm chosen really bad. No, it's not a drug. It's even better. It's the world's greatest Oregon Ducks podcast. So do I snort it? Visit quack12podcast.com. 
quackdrillpodcast.com to find free weekly episodes and links to the Quackdrill Patreon. I'm sold. Who needs a family with drugs like this? Quack, quack. I mean, we all know, even Kirby Smart said something about, like, it's going to be Bonix. Bonix is the fucking starter. We know that. But maybe not. I mean, what I like about the move is that there in this game, there's only one real opportunity where your opponent truly has to completely guess at what Mm. you might do. And he is exactly in that position (laughs) <laughs> and it's a perfect call. Like, why would I tell you anything? Like, it's all so new. I'm going to hold it for fucking, you know, the game. Duh. Yeah, well, and it's it's interesting, too, because it's like, it's that thing where our biggest weakness, which is the fact that we have a completely new coaching staff, that is our biggest weakness right now. Because, yeah. our like, on paper, this may be actually the most talented team Oregon has ever had in its entire history. That's insane. If you look at everybody, this is the most talented team we've ever had. He doesn't Even mean that, so. Hugo Bezdek. <laughs> yeah, come on, Hugo. <laughs> Need more five stars, motherfucker. <laughs> Just one Rose Bowl win. Ugh. Uh, anyways, but like, we're loaded on talent, like never before. But USC's been loaded on talent, too, and has gone things have gone terribly yeah. over the past decade or so. I mean, so it doesn't matter. But I wanted to say this. So our biggest weakness is we got a new coaching staff. Things are up in the air, you know, like like we're gonna we're developing whole new systems and this is gonna be the first game we ever play with that. Yep. But it's also our biggest strength because they don't they don't have film to watch. Right. They got the only nothing. film they have to the only film they have to watch is themselves. Because Dan Lanning's most like biggest thing is working with Georgia as the DC under Kirby Smart, and then they got Kenny Dillingham. They got fil- his film, but he's never been an OC before, really. And so it's like, or he has. I, I hope, but like, I not hope on this level, was, not with this power. I hope there was a meeting in the Georgia coaches' room mm-hmm. where they're all like sitting around preparing for this game and what they want to do for opening game. They all have the bright idea of, okay, what did Dan Lanning always say we should do that we never listened to him about? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like, that do will that. be the stuff he's probably going to try out. That's the first play. Yeah. Well, exactly. So for like offense, it's like there's nothing you can really be putting on tape. Uh, and so th- that is like a bit of an advantage. And compared to Dan Lanning's like, I know what they try to do on defense. Right. I know what the uh, the weaknesses on offense are. Right. I know what caused us the most trouble with Stetson Bennett, you know, yep. there as QB. Brother? Um, yeah. Brother? Brother. What you have told me now has changed my perspective of what we spoke about earlier, which is that Dan Lanning is seriously in the most perfect scenario ever to win this game. <laughs> There's you've got every strategic advantage except for the players except on the field for, and the <laughs> no, you have every strategic strategic advantage except for it being proven to be successful. The <laughs> yeah. only thing no, you no, have no. to prove now is to be successful. It's perfect like situation. <laughs> Oh, they're going to bring up David and Goliath like a motherfucker. 
Oh my, oh my. I think they're going to bring out Luke Skywalker Brother, and Darth Vader. I'm just getting so much more excited now. This is going to be great. No, I think we're Obi-Wan. No, 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 no. Sorry. We're <laughs> we're Hayden Christensen. And they're Obi-Wan. Right. And they're we're about to we're on the higher ground. We're about to make our move. <laughs> this is what I think it's going to be. So, should we do a watch along? No way. I'm fucking watching this by myself on my couch. That being said, okay. I was thinking about this by myself I, on my by couch. myself. Leave me alone. Don't call me. Right. Uh the worst thing about being a diehard duck fan or a diehard sports fan of any team is and I'm sure a lot of people can agree with me on this is when people know you as, "Oh, you're a Seahawks fan. Oh, you're a Duck fan. Oh, you're whatever. A rabid fan of something." Right. Then people will come out the woodwork Say you just lost uh, to a team that you had a thirty-one to zero advantage of at sure. halftime, and then they rallied and beat you. Um, people will come out of the woodwork to be like, "Lol, damn, those ducks suck!" And then I'll get like thirty fucking texts from a bunch of people. Yeah, just like in my lowest moment, I'm very sad. People from around the world, like our the Quackle Podcast lawyer Kyle, he will text me to just like dump on me, and it always makes me feel. A little bit worse. Well, yeah. It's kind of like when my mom, who absolutely loves Ricky Martin more than anybody in this world, ever since Menudo even, when he finally came out as gay, every, all of her friends throughout the throughout the entire state of Oregon all sent her texts being like, ha, 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 because then she could never have him. It was the saddest thing. Oh, uh, like she believed she actually had a shot. She believed she had a shot. She believed that she was going to make Ricky Martin my stepdad, which, hey, I'm pretty good. Dude. Hey, also, if I, understand, if I understand correctly, he's a nice enough guy that he might just do it like as like an angel stepdad. Like adopt me? He'll be like, a, oh, yeah, I know who you are, Adam Chimeo, and I love you. Aw, Ricky Martin. I'm glad you finally made it to the Quack 12 podcast uh, categories. Um, yeah, what were we fucking talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, Dan Lanning, it's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. I mean, it's like we are huge underdogs. I'm kind of going into this being like, hey, you know what? Like, very few people would win this game. Very yeah. few teams on this planet would win this game, let alone a coach's first <laughs> head coached game ever so if if i mean i'll tell you this though let's knock on wood aaron if we were to win this game in fucking atlanta uh-huh then all of a sudden the doors would be open for us that is the hardest game we'll play all year and we would be we're already ranked i believe like 11 starting the season uh i got it right here yeah we're ranked number 11 they are ranked number three I mean, I I'm thinking we're put in a top five. Hold if we if you beat Georgia, the team that won the national championship mm. is ranked number three. Yeah, because they lost 15 fucking players to the NFL draft. Even though the players who are replacing them are very 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 good, it's like you you did lose 15. It's players. such Plus, a weird rating system. It's like. Yeah. It, it, you also they gotta keep still mind. have to prove themselves. It seems like somebody's money has a lot more power well, than someone else's money. It also doesn't really matter 
especially pre like right. These I always get early hung up on it, but it doesn't actually matter because yeah. it's all so whack a mole anyway. We just don't know. You know what I mean? Right. And, and people will just fluctuate so much. Right. But if we were to win this, we are all of a sudden, just like when we beat Ohio State, we would immediately be put in the discussion of like, oh, Oregon is a playoff contender. Well, you, but you're setting yourself up for feeling a, a heartbreak that oh, yeah. you just described, which is that we win. And then when we lose against a team that is yep. regardless going to be worse than the team we just beat. You're going to have an inbox filled with people laughing at you. Yes, I will. Of and course. that will just suck like worse. when we beat Ohio State and then lost to a terrible Stanford team. Right. It's I, exactly that situation. I almost want us to lose to save those diehard fans from a future extreme low. Well, don't worry, man, because we probably will. <laughs> I kind of believe we're going to win. I would love it. I would fucking love it. I would be through the moon. I mean, I wouldn't love it as much as that Ohio State win because they were like the monkey that was not. Uh, I wanted them off our fucking backs. They'd beaten us nine right. straight times. We had a long history of. Yeah, them. we have no. You real... actually, tra- yeah, you actually transitioned perfectly into our next subject here because um, we. You're right. We don't have much of a history with them at all. Right. We have one game. Right. Would you like to know about that game, my man? I would. Okay, well then, I should have created a little uh, a little sound bite for this, but instead I'll just sing it. Please don't sue us, Huey Lewis. We gotta go quack in time. We're going quack in time. We're going back to the only time, the only damn time that we ever played Georgia football in our long history. Wow! And that was in nineteen seventy seven. 1977. Not, what were you doing in 1977, Aaron? Uh, I was waiting five more years. <laughs> to be born. <laughs> I was waiting to be swimming around in my father's ball sack. Nah, I'm joking. That's a little crude. Uh, 1977, I'll tell you what the Ducks were doing. So they had just hired... Well, they just took a risk, Aaron. It was a risk that ultimately, some would say, was the key cog... To begin the Oregon Ducks machinery that would get us to where we are today. Interesting. We made one of the most important, if not the most important hire in Oregon football history to start the chain going. And that is Rich Brooks. Okay. That is right. Rich Brooks, the man who we constantly keep keep an eye on his golf uh, Twitter account because it's very fun. I don't know why. Listeners, you got to follow Rich Brooks on Twitter. He has a very unfortunate Twitter name, UK Coach Brick Brooks, because he's more of a Kentucky fan than he is a Duck fan. And that kind of adds to it, actually. Interesting. Because, I mean, he's not like a Duck through and through whatsoever. In fact, none of them are. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you can always get to, like, Mark Helfrich was. Mark Helfrich grew up in Oregon, grew up in Coos Bay, was a diehard Duck fan, would have stayed here his entire life, but we fired him. <laughs> the only other person I, I could know. say, and it's still to be determined, is Herberto. Oh, yeah. He's going to come back, and he's going to coach us, and he's going to win us an Addy. Yeah. But anyways, um, Rich Brooks actually was a f- beaver. He was a beaver quarterback. Hilarious. You know, he backed. 
Yeah, he backed up the great Terry uh, Heisman Trophy winner Terry Baker at Oregon State. Yeah. Um, he coached under D. Andros during the glory years at OSU in the late 60s. And uh, he also worked with Tommy Prothrow at UCLA. Point that mic at your Angeles mouth, Lambs. bro. Sorry. He also, uh, <laughs> yeah, he coached with the UCLA and the Los Angeles Rams, who are now the Los Angeles Rams again. That's kind of fun. Full circle. And Terry Donahue at UCLA. So he had gone around, um, but really he was known for... <laughs> he was known for not being a duck, for helping beat the ducks. You know, he's a right. very, very famous that. And Oregon State actually passed him up. They didn't want him as a head coach. Right, like no, thank you. Even though you went here, yeah. It's also, um, it, imp- mm-hmm. I was just gonna say, it's impossible for a shitty otter to uh, actually <laughs> become a duck. There's no way that dude could ever be a duck. He's a shitty otter. A shitty otter. That is so funny. <laughs> that is all a beaver is, isn't it? That's all it is. That's all it but is. at the age of 35, Brooks became the U of, all, U of O head football coach just before Christmas 1976. Wow. Um, Great year in that household for being a kid. Absolutely. We took a huge risk on him. I mean, also he took kind of a risk on us because we were a really, really shitty team at this time. Probably the reason why he us, could uh, get it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is us coming off of a 4-7 season. One and six in the pack eight. Uh, Don Reed was just fired. We just hired this guy, Rich Brooks. And number, just like this year, surprisingly, actually, on September 10th, 1977, so however many years ago back then, our first game of the season was against Georgia. And instead of all this fucking Mercedes Benz bullshit stadium, instead, we went and played on their fucking. Uh, campus because that's what you're supposed to do we played at Sanford Stadium in Athens Georgia because yeah we're colleges that's what you're supposed to do dumbass yeah, okay uh so we we go down there their over. coach at the time yep their coach oh yeah whatever down and over <laughs> um and their coach Vince Dooley Vince Dooley uh legendary there because he actually would eventually earn them their other national championship. Wow. Which, you know, like that, you know, they, so they win that one in like 81 or whatever. And then 41 years later, they win their next one. Wow. Uh, so it's kind of interesting, you know, all these things kind of lining Huge up. Huge you know? deal. Kind of lining up. Uh, I'll tell you this both teams didn't finish very well. Georgia this season finished five and six, two and four in the SEC. Not good. Meanwhile, Oregon. Oregon did even worse, buddy. Oregon went two and nine. So we win two games this season. Uh, only one of them in Pac-8 play. Do you think we beat Georgia? You had a, off the top of your head, do you think we beat Georgia? No. Then you are correct, because we absolutely did not beat Georgia. Instead, we lost this one uh, 16-27. to 27. It, We actually did get a lot of credit for keeping it close. Um, as they put, uh, I got the, uh, what is this? The Atlanta constitution, the Atlanta constitution is it's, a newspaper constitution. Guy here from 1977. Um, they have, they got a couple articles on this game. It's a pretty big one. Um, the, they have one in which they really go into rich Brooks and how fucking pissed he was at this game at his players to be specific it's not like he was mad at refs or anything so yeah in, in this article written by some douchebag named lewis grizzard 
the word wizard, I suppose. His name Ducks is Grizzard? Of, yeah, his name is Lewis Grizzard. Like if you if you combined a grizzly bear, a grizzly and a lizard, that would be this guy's name. And he kind of looks like it, honestly. Maybe that is what he is. For it. A grizzly lizard that can write. Interesting. Grizzly wizard. Anyways, so this came out on September 11th, 1977. Little did they know what would happen 24 years later. Anyways, um, Rich Brooks has been a college head football coach for exactly one game. Hmm, sound familiar, Dan Landing style? He curses like he's been at it for years. He walked in to an anteroom, don't know what that means, adjacent to the Oregon dressing quarters late in the afternoon Saturday, and when one of the Oregon hangers-on came up to him and said something silly like, that was a hell of an effort, Rich Brooks had a one-word reply. My typewriter won't repeat it, but it has four letters, and it still isn't uttered in polite society, even in these liberal times. <laughs> even in these liberal times, 1977. What could I you imagine is one... He just goes, fuck? I know. I was thinking that, too. He goes, fuck. So someone comes up. Let's... Okay. You play Rich Brooks, and I'll, I'll be this fan, since we got the exact wording, supposedly. So you just got your ass kicked, or you lost in a close game, kind of. There's, you know, we're we're waiting. I'm a fan, so I'm coming up to you, Mister, Mister, Mister Brooks. That was a hell of an effort, Dick. <laughs> yeah, is that it? That's I hope it's Dick. That's the four letter word. <laughs> or he dropped the c word on this little kid. It's like, oh, oh come on, God. man, you're not overseas. You can't do that. Yeah, I think it was Dick. <laughs> Called the, called the person a dick. I love or it. Or did he just go, did he just go, fuck! Yeah, <laughs> like, that'd be weird. Or did I, that's the only four-letter words I can really, the C word, and then um, cock? Did he call this kid a cock? Yeah. You cock. 77? Who knows? Yeah, I know. Anyways, um, I'll tell you this. This game was a bit crazy. Uh, it's not like Georgia just dominated. In fact, there was one point where... There were four turnovers in a minute. Four combined turnovers in one minute of play. Wow. Shit was going down. This was like the Cheez-It Bowl between TCU and California. But Ba-dum-sh. But really, a lot of people said this game came down to one thing. Um, really, Oregon went down for like a big play to win it all. And we got picked off. Not only did we get picked off, it was a pick six. Uh, and it kind of felt like it sealed the game. And then there was an interception later, too. Um, it was more like a post-mortem or an autopsy than a football discussion in the Georgia dressing room Saturday. The Georgia defense, which defensive uh, uh, coach Eric Russell says is supposed to bleed slowly, almost bled to death before it turned a big play into a touchdown and outlasted unheralded Oregon 27 to 16. Yeah, said senior linebacker Jeff Lewis of Atlanta. We're supposed to bleed slowly, but looks like they got an artery today. Georgia coach Vince Dooley agreed with Lewis. Bloody uh, agreed with Lewis with Lewis's bloody analogy. I'm sorry, everybody. That's all right. I can't read this bloody thing. Yes, he said. Our defense had some gushes today. A couple of arteries got severed, so to speak. Every time we just begin to put it away, they came back. Oregon never folded. Dooley pointed to Lewis's third quarter interception as one of the big keys to the opening game victory for the 
defending Southeastern Conference champions. So just like, you know, just like, I mean, they didn't win the champion. No, I guess they did. Didn't no, they lost. I don't know. I kind of forget. But you know, they they are they were a good team the previous year. Trailing thirteen to twelve with six oh six left in the third period, Oregon halfback Tom Cafferty was trying to throw a pass when Georgia's Greg Williams smacked him hard. The ball uh, squirted into the surprise Lewis's Phrasing. hands. And he took off on a 28-yard return, which led to a Georgia touchdown and two extra points, which gave the dogs all they needed to nail down the victory. That was the first time I've run with the ball since I was a junior at Westminster, gushed Lewis, a 6'2", 210-pound senior. It was my only run in college. They ran a reverse, and the halfback set up a pass. Greg hit him, and the ball just nestled in my hands. And I got going as fast and as hard as I could. (laughs) Sounds like me in the sack. Unfortunately, (laughs) someone else was going faster and caught me. They, Oregon, tried to do a lot of trick plays, but that was one that didn't work. Lewis ran 28 yards to the Oregon 24, and five plays later, halfback Kevin McClee was in the end zone, and Georgia took a 20-13 to 13 lead. So it wasn't actually a pick six. I thought it was, but it was like, we were actually trying a little trickeration of our own. Yeah. Um, you know, we were trying to basically like do a little reverse that would set up into uh, our halfback making a pass. But right when he was about to make that pass, motherfucker got lit up. Lit. Ball drops into the hands of a Georgia defender who's able to run it good, you know, Quite a bit back in the set up a score. Yep. Uh, that being said, Ducks did get a. They did. We got a seventy yard touchdown pass uh, from quarterback Jack Henderson, uh, who was seventeen to twenty five for two hundred sixty five yards. Hey. So I don't know. We were competitive, but again, close is only good in with hand grenades and horseshoes. That's right? right. That's what they say. Yep. Um, not only that, but uh, we will say like. <laughs> Actually, like Georgia gave us a lot of opportunities. They were having some really bad snaps out there. Um, two fumbled snaps from the center. I think there was a couple like over the head even of, of the QB. But uh, not enough to give us the win. So, I mean, there you have it. This this game was really shitty for the Ducks. <laughs> Do you think they have footage of that? Do you think they'll play that footage in the game? In the game, I bet you will. I couldn't find any on YouTube or anything. Sometimes you'll get lucky. Sure. You know? And you will find that even with the seventies, like it'll be terrible looking and really fuzzy. That's but, my favorite uh, stuff to look at, though. Oh hell yeah! I w- we would watch this whole fucking game. I'll I'll, I'll double check right now. Nineteen seventy seven, Oregon, Georgia football. Because if 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 they have this whole thing on YouTube, we'll do a Patreon. Fuck it, we'll watch this whole fucking thing. You know what? You made me just realize as well is that, that uh, when I was maybe six. Maybe five or mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. You went to this game? I re- no. <laughs> I remember specifically. My dad came back from a road work trip, mm-hmm. where he I guess he went to either Atlanta or Athens because what he brought back for me was a bulldog's hat. Oh, there you go. So your secret dogs fan is what you're saying. It was my very first ball cap that I remember. So you're saying. Wow, this touching moment. Isn't that the something? first time your dad ever showed you affection? But it first was also he ever funny. gave you something. It's also funny because I at the same time I do recall being like, Who are the Georgia Bulldogs? I'm in Texas. This is all so confusing. Yeah. 
I thought You're I like, was supposed to up. wear Cowboys hats. What is this? Like, Dad, what the fuck? Yeah. This is supposed to be Texas, baby. I was like five, and I looked him dead in the eyes, and I dead ass was like, you fucked up. <laughs> and then he went to go get cigarettes and never came back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I'm sure he looked right back at you and was like, just eyed you up and down. And was like, yes, I did. You're no son of mine. He punted if me across the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a child abuse, brother. But anyways, um, so we lost to number 19, Georgia. Boo. Next week after that, we beat TCU at Fort Worth, Texas, a city I'm sure you've been to for some reason. It's Dallas DFW, baby. Dallas, Fort Worth. Oh, well, there you go. I didn't know that. It is all. a Metroplex. Um, and then we just got our ass kicked by everybody. I mean, we lost to Wisconsin. We lost to LSU, number six USC. Um, we got fucking destroyed by Washington. Dismantled. Wow. By Washington. Wow. I mean, this is a good Washington team. Uh, kinda. They ended eight and four. Fuck, they're bad. Um, but Washington beat us fifty-four to zero. One of the absolute worst losses in our entire history, outside of like the two thousand what sixteen season. Um, the only other game that we won was at the very end of the season. Oh boy, Rich Brooks pulled out all of his old Oregon State knowledge, and we took them Beavis down in what was once known as the Civil War. So uh, that's nice. We I love that you always bring it up that it. Is the, the formerly known as this anymore? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like it's it's like being like if you're in the Harry Potter universe, if you're like the name which will not be spoken, aka Voldemort. Right, like, you little Harry Potter, like bro. That. You're just a little Harry. You know, Potter I'm a little stinker. Here. I'm glad we renamed it, but you know, I'm a little stinker. You know, I'm a stinker, buddy. Bugs Bunny. I I was about to say Bugs Bunny. Yeah, you're Daffy the, Duck for sure. I was going to say you're the Daffy. You got that that energy of a Daffy Duck. Yeah. Anyway, so that's... Which that's kind of is a shitty energy. <laughs> I don't know. I like his manic energy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he's usually the butt of the joke. Bugs Bunny is usually like the tormentor of other people. It's also true. Yeah. Also true. Oh, hey, since we're on Washington Huskies, uh, mm-hmm. just real quick. Good God, dude. Jay, what's his Jacob Eason? Yeah, that's right. Seahawks. Excited to see him. Fuck. Interceptions. Just like, fuck. You ready for the Geno Smith era to begin? I guess. I don't know anything about it. But anyway, just wanted to bring that up. Eason, you blew it. (laughs) uh, I I drafted DK Metcalf in my fantasy football league, at least. Nice. Hell yeah. Will it work out? I don't know. I mean, he's a great player. Will the ball get to him? Who knows? If they're desperate enough, hopefully it'll only go to him. I don't know. I mean, Russell Anyways. Wilson used to only go to him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, we got a double. You know, everybody doesn't Russell remember, or everybody seems to not enjoy that we have a double threat out there, which is Lockett and Metcalf. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous yeah. territory. You don't want to no. be going against them. Anyway, 1977. Anyways. Well, that's it. That's all I got to oh, say about that. And that was 1977. Quack in time. time. Oregon Ducks fans, if you're itching to pay attention to teams outside your own, come listen to No Truck Stops, a Pac-12 podcast. Four Pac-12 sickles, trolls, and friends join together to recap and discuss all of the crazy nonsense going around the Conference of Champions. If you ever wonder what's going on outside Eugene, or you just want to hear people talk trash about your rivals, 
No Truck Stops is the perfect podcast for you. We cover every aspect of the Pac-12 and every Pac-12 discourse you never wanted to hear. Tune in to No Truck Stops for your Pac-12 fix. New episodes drop Mondays at 5 a.m. wherever podcasts are found. Um. Yeah. So that was. Uh, that's the last time. That's the only time we ever played them. Uh. Will we even up the series? Who knows. I'm so fucking excited for this game. Even if we get dismantled, I want to see what the game, the team looks like. You know. Totally. I'm just one. excited to see it all for the first time. It's going yeah. to be the first time we all get to see this. It'll be the only time we get to see this. We should all truly I, enjoy it. But ABC, knowing you, Aaron, what I know you're not a big off season watcher of anything sports for real um so i know you're not that familiar with dan lanning really oh everybody's already been everybody already knows i guess that's a great point well no i'm saying this i have a feeling you're gonna watch this game and all of your impressions of dan lanning you're very much a first impression kind of guy yep i think you're gonna you're gonna create your entire narrative about him in like 10 seconds of footage of him on the sidelines that's hilarious just saying that's what i hope he's expressive i would imagine he's a young man i think so i think so yeah i'm excited oh i'm stoked dude you know what i'm also stoked for the picks the picks picks. fucking right yeah yep picks the picks. We haven't done this in a while, but we said we got some goddamn picks to make, baby. And next week we'll do the bottom eleven to decipher how we did in these picks. But as of right now, let's look into it. So, Aaron, I got a full, full goddamn pack. I know. Schedule. It's amazing how long the the picks are in the beginning. It's insane. Oh yeah, you got twelve. You got twelve. Let's fucking get into picks it. Let's crunch them, baby. Now, we don't do spreads. We don't do spreads here. Right. Not unless it's our pick of the week. That's right. All right? Our Win quack or lose. Of the week. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Back the quack. Uh, that, that's what it should be called, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, um, but we do make picks. We, we make season tallies of how many we get right. We're just picking who wins these games. Aaron, overall, I do believe, has a lead in the contest. True. But I am very close. I could tie him with a win this season. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I've won three. You've won two. I think so. Okay. You can try to prove me wrong if you want to I go back. I feel like and it's listen. more like five and zero. Oh, me? Yeah. Well, Four go one. prove it then. Go prove it. Uh, I'm pretty sure I won last season. Yeah, but yeah, anyways, yeah. you didn't Aaron. win last season. I thought I did. I was ahead by three. Oh, you're right. Anyway, Still. we'll get back into that later. We'll figure. Here that we out go. In time. Here we go. I got the full slate. All the Pac-12 teams, we're going to pick them right now. Hit it. Aaron, we're going to start with this. We're starting with a huge underdog, which is Northern Arizona at Arizona State. This is Thursday, 7 p.m. on the Pac-12 network, the thing that ended up killing this this whole conference. Yeah. Um, Lumberjacks. Now, Lumberjacks are not a good team. Not only that, I, I mean, they're literally not in the same, like, fucking, you know, like, stratosphere as as some of these teams. That being said, motherfucker, Northern Arizona beat Arizona last season. Arizona was bad. They won one game last right. season. But Northern Arizona beat them. Yeah, like, that's a huge upset. It was a, it was almost as big of a deal as Montana beating Washington. Now, Aaron, this is against a different beast, though. This is against Arizona State. Arizona State right. led by Herm Edwards. Uh, Emory Jones is their QB this season. 
because uh, Jane Daniel left. Now, my man, this team is talented, but they are hurting because of a whole lot of scandal. Like this, t- the the coach will likely be fired soon. The whole thing's going to be dismantled soon. All the players are going to flee. But as of right now, it is still a talented Pac-12 team, though a little bit disorganized as it has been this whole time. Right. There's a lot to weigh here. There is. I'm telling you, though, NAU, like you can't even bet on this game. I know. Because everyone's sure that NAU doesn't have a chance. Right. I, you know, out of the gate, before even a mountain of a a breakdown, it felt like Arizona State was going to take this game. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think maybe their season is going to (laughs) suck. Who you got, buddy? Oh, Arizona State. All day. You go. Okay. That makes sense. All day, babes. Honestly, good. I think this is an easy one. Unless you are a true, true ASU hater, I think it's clear ASU is going to win this one. Not this year. If it's close at all, panic button time. Yeah. Now, next day, we got a Friday game on September 2nd. TCU, they got a brand spanking new coach. Uh, Finally, the Gary Patterson era has ended there. But at Colorado is where they're playing. 7 p.m. ESPN. Colorado, they're picked really low in the Pac-12. They just don't have much talent. They lost Broussard, probably like their best player. They just don't have a lot of talent. TCU is rebuilding right now, though. So maybe Carl Durrell has a little bit of an advantage there. It's in Boulder. Uh, There is that elevation that does hurt a lot of people, but uh, what do you got, Aaron? What do you got? Who are you choosing? That's such a great question because it really is. I don't think the elevation is going to play that big of a deal. Sometimes it doesn't. Colorado. You are backing the pack with your Colorado pick. This is going to be our first departure. I'm going TCU. I can't. I just can't do it. Uh, You know, I... I don't know what it is. There's something about that school that irks me, and I'm basing it on information from 20 years ago. Sounds about I right. I won't let go of the past on this one. I can't do it yet. I, I had to shake off the demon, but not today, baby. Did a horn frog break your heart? No, but the school is weird. Yeah, it is weird. I agree. Um, it's Christian, right? Yeah, Texas Christian University. Yeah. I don't like any of those Christian universities. I still backed it, though, because God is on their side. Aaron, Bowling Green is real, real, real bad. The Bowling Green Falcons, day bad. All right? Leave it at that. At UCLA, this is actually on Saturday, 11.30 a.m., Pac-12 Network, an hour before our game. UCLA favored, actually very much liked in the Pac-12. Not only that, they are favored by 24 points. That is how heavy of a yeah. favorite they and, are. And you know, this so is the going? part this is the part where I tell you what you're ge- I mean, I said it last week. I gave out the announcement. I'm obviously never going to back Chip Kelly. He's on That's the target right. for this season. No uh, real Aaron, reason except one. for why not. Okay. So with that being said, of course I'm going bowling green all no. day. Oh. But here's the thing, Adam. This is the gift I've given you. Mm-hmm. There's your handicap. I cannot vote for UCLA. So if you don't win this season, that's on you, my guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. 
That's true. Anywho, I'm going with UCLA. Everybody Easy. tweet at me some really fun um, insults that aren't disparaging to actually be rude or whatever uh, that I can start slinging at UCLA through the season because it should be fun. Tweet at us. Okay. Um, on to the next one. Number 11, Oregon at number three, Georgia. I've been into this for quite a bit. Who are you going with? Obviously, we're going Oregon, baby. Good. I'm glad you said it. So am I. I'm going with it. Even though I don't think we're going to win. I think we are. I don't, think I don't, but I'll go with it. We're a Ducks podcast. It's week one. Sounds fun. I don't think David and Goliath. Actually, you know what? You know what? I want to win. I want to win this contest between me and you. I'm going Georgia. What? Yeah, fuck yeah. Wow. Cutthroat. Ruthless. That's right. Because even, even if we lose the game, I'll at least be a little bit happy that I beat you in this. So that's good. This is actually a really good one because Arizona, despite the fact that they won only one game right. last season uh-huh. against Colorado, I do believe. Oh, no. It was against Cal. Yeah, it was a very sick Cal, too. I think they had a bunch of That's COVID correct. all the time. So even though they only won one game, they are still – actually, they're underdogs, but only by six points. Arizona at San Diego State, 12.30 p.m. San Diego State is actually going through – some horrific storylines right now um, that I don't really think I need to go into. If you know, it's it's uh it's real bad. Some real bad people were there, and hopefully it gets taken care of. Uh, and wow, some retaliation. Okay, we'll put it there. Real big bad sandal. Well, it but sounds like Arizona's football. got this one in the bag. Yeah, I mean they may. You going with Arizona? Of course I am. Wow, is this the first time you've ever picked Arizona? Usually that's the team you shit on the most. That was last season. Arizona. Let's be that fair. That was last season. That was last season. I can't help who gets put on the target. It's just who gets put mm-hmm. up there. I'm just well, here you know trying what? to throw bullseyes. <laughs> I'm now kind of just playing against you. I, I shouldn't be forcing you to pick every single one. How about we'll switch from now no, on? No, I like picking first because I can use my intuition based off the information given. Well, just to keep it fair, because next time, whoever is leading, yes. they go second. Okay. No, they go first. Well, um, I did win because... last season, so I'm going first. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay, yeah, that's true. Uh, so, yeah, you're going Arizona. I'm going San Diego State, just because I, not necessarily because I'm 100% sure San Diego State's going to win, but I think it's pretty, if you're going Arizona, I think it's a good enough bet that I'll go with San Diego State. Sure. Up next, here's a game where it's more like if Cal doesn't win this, shit has hit the fan, which it may have with Cal. Wow, honestly, because uh, I'm I'm feeling for them. I, I always want them to be good. I'm afraid they're not going to be good, and- especially Brett Johnson. Actually, um, who's a really good D lineman for them. He got injured. He's out for the whole damn season, which sucks. He was injured last year, too. He got injured in a practice, a lower body injury. Oh, you hate to hear that. I know. It's brutal. But uh, they're going against UC Davis at home, Cal will be, uh, which means there's still not going to be any people there, but still. There's going to be less people booing at them, I suppose. Cal should win this. Because they should. But um, who are you going with? I think UC Davis. No way. Yeah. Okay. Something's Perfect. telling me, bro. I know that name from somewhere else, and it wasn't a good outcome then either. All right. UC Davis. Probably basketball or something. UC yes, it was Davis. fucking basketball. 
Yes. I'm going with Cal. No way. I'm absolutely going with Cal. Rice is one of is known as one of the absolute worst football programs to play at their level. Just so you know. And Houston, they are taking Texas? on uh I guess they're yeah, they're from Texas, ain't they? Yeah, that's crazy that Rice wouldn't be good at football. Just because you're from Texas is like there's a lot of other Texas football programs and a whole lot of other people Dude. um trying to recruit Texas, you know. So sometimes that natural Texas kind of thing doesn't get you as much as you want, unfortunately. I mean, they're in the heartland though. I mean, they're yeah. Houston is surrounded I mean, by high schools. Yeah, but you know who's also in Houston trying to get some of those players? Houston. And Texas. And Texas A&M. Yeah, I guess that's true. And, and every everybody. other football. And literally everyone. Everyone. Texas is right. The and then a the kid's yeah. like, hmm, stay here with here at home or um go see the get world. Get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. Or stay here at home, but instead go play for the Longhorns or yeah. Texas A&M or, you know, like a big, big brand. Yeah, no, good you know? point. Good point. Yeah. But Rice um, is a great school. No disparagements there. I love Rice University. Well, there you go. Maybe you'll pick them, even though they're like, a, I think, a 33-point underdog against Lincoln Riley's brand spanking new USC team, a team full of talent, but still kind of some awkward little gaps left from Clay Helton. But talented as hell. I like the Trojis on this one. Let's do it. Let's stay with the family. Yeah, I'm definitely not going against you on this one. Absolutely, you got to pick USC. Maybe if it, I wouldn't pick them to cover, you know, yeah. Um, even though they probably will. Because I think Lincoln Riley really wants to make a splash, so he'll probably just throw in the points. But there you go. I, I don't think they'll... I think covering is a different question, but they're absolutely going to win. Here's a big one. This is the second biggest game. Oh, shit. Uh, Oregon, Georgia is the number one. In, Obviously. Case, but we got number seven, Utah. That is right. All the way up at number seven. The highest ranked Pac-12 team. The darling of the Pac-12 this season. Definitely favored. Even a playoff contender really early on, supposedly. Number seven, Utah travels to Florida. To take on the Gators mm. at 4 p.m. on ESPN. They take it on them Gators. It's for LSU accent, I guess. But um, huh. uh, I'll be like, take it on them Gators. That sounds more like a Florida to me. It's a bit more Bama. It's a bit more Bama. You're right. But you're take getting it on closer. them Gators over there. Is that better? Is that close to Florida? Florida would be like this, I feel oh, like. Oh, he nailed it. Yeah. It's almost like a little California. It's a, yeah, I mean, they're super beachy, but you have to put in a bit of a southern drawl. Yeah, like like Florida would be like, this Big Mac meal ain't going to fill me up. That's kind of like a Florida. Yeah. Something like that, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Florida's wild, man. Build a moat. That gator just ate my baby. Yeah. Maybe like that? I don't know. Anyways, they're taking on Utah at Florida. That's, uh, you know, Florida's, even though they haven't really been where they should be, considering, you know. Gators are, are historically good, though. They are historically they, good. They, they hold their own every season. It's just not always like, wow. Wow. Uh, well, yeah, you know, they're, they're always, like, underperforming a little bit. They're a little bit like USC or something. Right now, they're on the rebuild. So that's why Utah... Should be able to jump on him. Ah, uh, Billy Napier, which a lot of people are very excited about being there. He's a very good coach. But the thing is, oh, thing is about Billy Napier is he even came out to the press. A lot of people like this, and he went, "Look, 
It's going to take us a while to make this good. It was real bad. Give us some time. I need some time. This is year one for him, so he hasn't really been given in the time. This is what the Gators head coach is saying? Yeah, he was like, I need some time. I need, I'm need. i rebuilding this whole fucking thing. Usually wow. the coaches go in there and they go like, we're the best. We're going to do this. We're going to change it all so quickly, like a Lincoln Riley kind of thing. Billy Napier was like, give me a goddamn minute. That being said, Utah usually starts pretty slow. Who are you going with? This is a close game. This is a real close game. Oh, this is, I have a feeling it's going to be Gators all day. You going with them Gators? I'm going off of, yeah, and I'm going off of one decision I've made about how it's mm-hmm. going to happen. First game of the week, you've been in stuck-up Utah land for a while, if you know what I Salt mean Lake as far City. as values go. <laughs> and you're telling me you're going to let me go down to Jacksonville, Florida, where it is like sun and in the fun zone? No, no. We've got a bunch of youngins who are going to get fucked up in Florida. This First game is not ours to have. They're going to be totally thinking about other shit the whole time. All right. Well, you know what? Maybe this is my uh, my hatred of Utah coming through because uh, of last scene stuff, but I'm also going with Florida. Florida Gators. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say I've never been ripped off as hard as I have been in Jacksonville, so that is like a bitter <laughs> pill. But again, this is Gainesville we're talking about. Oh, but... Gainesville, that's right, Gainesville. Thank you. Now, Aaron, who's in Jacksonville? A... The Seminoles? Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars? Probably you're thinking of Seminoles or where are they fucking at? They're in Tallahassee. Okay, and we're done. Moving mm-hmm. on. Anyway, don't worry about it. That's just me. Uh, we got a weird one here. This is a very rich kid, snooty nerd battle here. Stanford is going to, I think, straight up, I'm telling you, I think they're going to be really bad this season. Right. We're- they were really bad last season, too, and they beat us. So there you go. That being said, I think they're going to be really bad this season. Right. With only a little bit of talent, mainly like Tanner McKee and stuff, but a whole lot of holes throughout that whole roster. That being said, they're taking on Colgate at 5 p.m. They will be on the farm. Colgate is like they are literally in like an Ivy League kind of shit. Like they're toothpaste, you know? Yeah. They're not going to, they not, they, sh- I feel like this they're... would be bigger than any upset. This would be like so embarrassing of a loss. Yeah. I, they sound like they're a bunch of white coat clean room types, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, totally. Yeah. Checking out that toothpaste. So uh yeah, I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with the the old red over there. I'm gonna go with the Stanford. Yeah, the old Yeah, I'm going with the old the old uh yep, 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 yep. Stanford too. Stanford Cardinal. Absolutely going with it. Up next, uh ancient rivalry. We only got a couple more of these left. Idaho at Washington State. They've been playing since the PCC times. Wow. They're actually only like fucking it's like an eight-minute drive or something from these two. They're really close. This is a backyard brawl. Washington State, they got a, a brand, a really good new uh, QB that they're basically hanging all their hopes on. Cam Ward came down from, uh, uh, where did he come from? Holy school. like holy. Yeah, I can't even remember. But Cam St. Ward. Francis. I don't know. Mother something. But, He's he's here. He's ready to fight. He's their new star QB. Okay. They're going against a team that should be really bad, honestly. Or, or not ready to hang. Idaho Vandals. Who do you got? 
You know, Incarnate word. That's where he's from. State it just hit me. Feels like the wrong answer, but I think they're going to take. Yeah, I think they're going to take it. Washington State. Well, I think you saying it was the wrong answer was wrong because I think it's the right answer. I'm also going with Wazoo. Wow. Okay. Wazoo. Uh, then we got Boise State at Oregon State. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Andy Avalos, our former DC. Well, he's taking on the Beavers. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is, should be an interesting one. I, I, beavers are all up in the air. They could. Some people have got them going three and nine. Some crazy motherfuckers got them going nine three. Maybe they'll just be six and six. Boise State didn't have a very good season last year, but a lot of people are high on them. Uh, a lot of people are hoping this is going to be Andy Avalos. Is like, okay, now I got my foot, uh, my footing. I'm ready to go. Who you got? I, this is honestly a pick 'em. This is a tough one. Okay, I was about to say it seemed like it was like a crapshoot vibe, so let's go with the Beavers. You going with the Beavers because it is a crapshoot vibe? I am actually going to go with the Boise State Broncos. Where's the game? Might as well. <sighs> Even in a half state. Oh, they'll be playing in Oregon State Stadium, which is only half built right now. Oh, like, my they God. They blew up the other half. <laughs> Maybe that'll be good. I don't know. Then final game. I hope final it's not game the top the half. But I'm... <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's a good Sorry. One. You should have said, I hope it's not the bottom half. I think that'd be funnier. Because then it's like the whole thing wouldn't work if you got rid of the bottom half. That's what I'm saying. Did you say, I hope it was the top I half? I said, I hope it's not. Uh, I hope I it's not the sure. top half. Because then if they've built the top half, there's no football field. That was my job. Oh, no. Nah, they just fun. built no, stands. Used... That's funny. That's funny. I like it. Anyways, Aaron, one final game. It's another game where it should be in one team's clear favor. Mm -hmm. But you got a new coach. You got a new starting quarterback, most likely. Got a a whole bunch of new everything. But you also got a whole lot of returning talent. Returning talent that didn't do very well last season. Okay. But could under the right, you know, leadership. And then you got Kent State which I don't even know that much about. They're the huge underdogs, though. Tell you that much. Aaron, for $8, you can go see this game in person. Kent State at Washington. $8? For $8, you can go see this. Just saying. Oh, God. I hope the Huskies win. So I'm going to go with the Huskies. I hope they win. I mean, I hope they lose. I think it'd be funny. But for the conference, for for everyone's sake, it would be better if they won. Uh, and I am also going with the Huskies. So there you have it. We got all our picks. Whoo! That was wow. a lot, Eric. That was a hard one. That was a lot. It felt and good, that though. Was, yeah, yeah. That was the picks. Oh, Aaron. Football's starting. Holy shit. I'm so fucking excited. I'm glad. I think on Saturday, oh. after the football game, uh, I hold me to this, listeners. I think I'm going to try to do this. I'm not sure if this is going to be a regular event, but I'm going to try to. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop online. I'm gonna go live. I'm gonna try to talk to anyone who wants to talk to me. I'm gonna vent or celebrate immediately. I'll say this. Well, well, give me a little time to set up, but just about immediately after the Georgia game, I'm gonna do a quick, just a quick little discussion, talk, vent whatever, right here on this stream, whether it be our YouTube, Twitter account, well, whatever you want. Don't forget that the coaches will probably get interviewed as well. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll hang out a little for that. I'll either finish crying of tears of joy or tears of sadness, wipe my face. I love that for you. I you. will be, as <laughs> most long-term listeners are aware, I will not be watching the game. I will be busy. But I will be DVRing it, and I will be watching it at, oh, say, I don't know, midnight to catch it and see it. So nobody so no spoilers spoil for, Aaron. for me. No spoilies. Um, yeah, so we have a Twitter account that you should go at, Quack12Podcast. We also have a Facebook page. We have a YouTube page. Uh, a bunch of fun videos going up there. Um, but most importantly, please go to our website, Quack12Podcast.com. There you can get either our free weekly episodes. Uh, we're going bi-weekly, basically, nowadays. we got so much fun content. But we also have... A link to our Patreon. Our Patreon will get you so much more exclusive, awesome shit. You gotta check it out. It's for real duck fans. It's also for people that don't give a shit about the ducks, actually, because we got just our off-topic discussions there going on during the regular season. It's the best. Those have been a lot of fun. But we also got some more duck history, a whole bunch of stuff going on there. Aaron, before we end this thing, I also would love if you would plug your own personal project. Okay, well, the personal project that I want to plug, and I'm actually wanting it to be a poll, and Adam, if you could help me uh, with this on Twitter, that would be lovely. It is, should I start a Quack12 Instagram, and Mm. I can do my own little videos and post what I think are funny memes of Quack12 or of Oregon Duck football? I'll throw it up. I'll throw it up, Bubby. Um, and I bet you it'll be a resounding yes from millions of fans. I was talking about you. You got music, my man. Your other uh, side yes. gig. Right. The other thing. I forgot about it. Yes. So I just put out a new album. It is amazing. And I That's actually right. mean that because I love it. It's one of the things I'm most excited about. I'm super proud of it. I wouldn't say I worked hard on it, but... It was a creative process that was very rewarding. Mm. Uh, and it is for sale on Bandcamp, aaroncschroeder.bandcamp.com. You can also stream it on Spotify and Tidal and Apple Music, and you can buy it on iTunes. Uh, the album is called Entertaining Night Friends. It's by me, Aaron C. Schroeder. It exists on all the platforms, so please go check it out. If you can, go to Bandcamp. It's seven bucks. That would be awesome. Uh, otherwise, go to your favorite streaming platform and give me some spins. Um, Aaron, can I ask you a favor? It's it's all right if you just want to say, fuck off. Sure. But can I ask you something? Sure. Okay. Is it possible that we can end this episode... With a little, with, with a track, maybe a little snippet of Entertaining Night Friends sure. in the background at the end. Just a little taste. Yeah. Maybe what song, even right now when I'm talking. What song do you want to hear? Mm, there's so many good ones. There's LOL said so the guy who hasn't heard it yet. First, uh, well, my first instance, I my mind tends to wander towards the uh, second song. Uh, I'm not stalling, certainly. Well, that's funny um, because the, the, the second, second song, song, The Great Manipulator, yes. is actually one of, uh, yeah, of the course. ones that I think is the most fun. 
Oh, me too. I, I think um, uh, The Great Manipulator is good. Normal Hellish is also a wonderful one. Really short and su- sweet. I believe it's one minute and three seconds, if I remember. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but my absolute favorite that I, I have to just talk about is Evil Song. Oh, sure. Yeah. The Closer. I'm a big fan, though. I can go on and on. Yeah. I love that you love uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, fans, uh, the the album is Entertaining Night Friends, Entertaining Night Friends by the great Aaron C. Schroeder over at Bandcamp.com. Holy shit, we got Duck Football. I'm so excited. Quack, 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 quack. Whoa. Go Ducks. Let's beat Georgia, motherfucker. Hell yeah. yeah.